It's a podcast, man. You bet. Of the three songs variety. Three songs. Three songs. Three songs. It's three songs. Bobby Mike, it's Bobby Mike. Bobby Mike, it's Bobby Mike. Bobby Mike, it's Bobby Mike. It's Bobby three Mike. songs. Hey there, everybody. This is Mike hey, Hogan hey, hey. here with Bob Nastanovich. Episode. I'm on mobile. Mobile. I'm mobile. Mobile Nastanovich for episode I'm 55, a, March I'm 5th, 2018. 250 yards from the Gulf of Mexico, Mike. Good lord, my man. Yeah, I'm right next to the Gulf of Mexico. I'm in, I'm in Crystal Beach, Florida. Don't fall in. Oh, no, it's just shallow. Okay. Don't worry. Hope you can swim. Very shallow. Yeah. No, I'm good. I can I can wade. <laughs> That's good. That's good. That's a start. What kind of waterman are you? I'm a uh, I wade. I wade. I, I can I can swim. I mean, I don't think I'd like swim the English Channel or anything, but I can I can hold my own. You can do laps. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Okay. Good to know. So uh, <laughs> I like I like the mobile pod. We'll see we'll see how this holds up. I know you're uh, you're, you're on you know. I mean, not not on the the barest of uh, battery life on your phone, but you 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 know, we'll, we'll we'll see how we go. We'll pull it together. Don't worry. Cross our fingers. So, uh, yeah. we got we each brought some some songs. We each brought a few songs. I'm actually going to start it off. I'm going to break some the good rules. ones. We got yeah. some good ones tonight. <laughs> we do. I, I, I like <laughs> yeah. it. some good diversity too. Um, yeah. I'm going to start it off with. Uh, probably a couple songs from Good. from uh, the late seventies from Los Angeles, California. Uh, yeah. This is I'll, I'll start it with the first of like the first band, and then they splintered off, and I'll kind of snippet a few others. But there was there was a scene power pop. I don't even know if you'd call it punk. I guess they. What does that mean, power pop? I've, well, I've always thought about that. Like the knack is power pop. Well, right, like my, exactly. My Sharona, right? My and, Sharona. And I and I think these guys were in kind of the same scene. At least the first band maybe predated the knack, but the some knack. Of, some of the bands that followed that they splintered off into, they were definitely contemporaries of the the knack. The band I'm talking about is the Nerves. Oh, yeah. Only at the time, I think in '76, they released exactly one four-song seven-inch, and then broke up. There's a bunch of uh, demos and live tracks and stuff that were collected into a really good, uh, you know, posthumous release. But they split off into the Plimsolls. They split off into the Beat, the original Paul Collins Beat, not not the English Beat. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll start with... The, the, actually, the English Beat was originally called The Beat, and this is the band that might have forced them to call themselves The English Beat, exactly. or they just wanted to separate themselves. Exactly, exactly. Well, and, and and The Beat, the L.A. Beat, had to call themselves The Paul Collins Beat to separate themselves. But, oh, uh, how weird. But yeah, let, let's start with The Nerves. This is a song from their first, one of the four songs on their on their early EP. Just... You know they say they call it power pop, but it's really just a good rock song. It's a good 
poppy rock song. This one's called. Well, that's all we want. The three songs. It is, and it's 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 clocks in at less than two minutes, which is why I think I'm going to play a song from the beat as well. Maybe even snippet some plimsolls and in in another nerve song. But this is uh this one's called "Give Me Some Time." Oh, we'll go wacky from the Queen's Command Center. Ah, <laughs> you bet. Just a word between us, and now you wanna go home. You give it up on me now, so off to here on my own. Can you wait? Say, baby, you will. Say that you won't go. Say you'll give me some time. Can you wait? Say, baby, you will. Say that you won't go. Say you'll give me some time. Won't you give me some time? So the nerves. Those guys were famous songwriters, you they, know. They were hanging on the telephone. Well, yeah, that that, that was the first song here. It, this is it. This is it. This is the first song. Have you ever heard the original? Maybe once or twice, but I'm a huge, huge fan of the Blondie version. Yeah. So this is the There's original. There's a Cat Power version and an L7 version. So, so the nerves were made up of and. And this is off the top of my head, so if you're looking it up, you, you, there, there's probably a fourth member that I'm forgetting. But most famously, it was Paul Collins, who later went on to form the Beat. The Paul not Collins Phil, beat. not Phil, not yeah, poor Paul, poor Paul Collins. So the he's, drummer named he, Paul Collins he, too. He's not. He's not. He, you know, I'll play some some songs from. I'll play a song from from the the debut record from the Beat, but. Great songwriter, happens to have a very similar name to another famous musician, and who's around at the same time. Who's around at the same time, and happens to name his band the same as a more famous British band of the same name. I mean, the guy was kind of cursed from the start. The English beat, the English who became beat. the English beat. That's right. So, um, so yeah, Paul Collins was in the band. Uh, Peter Case, who later formed the Plimsolls, and had a huge hit with. Uh, with a song called Million Miles Away, fe- featured on the Valley Girl movie soundtrack, if, if you're familiar with that one. Uh, won't play <laughs> it, but, uh, you know, it's a classic classic pop song. And, and then the Jack Lee was in the band, too. And right? then Jack Lee, who wrote Hanging on the Telephone. And, uh, and he also wrote um, a song for the incredibly famous pop star Paul Young. 
Yeah, well, there you go. So here's here's come back and stay. Here's the original Nerves version. Should I play the whole thing, or you want me to snip it? It's only it's two minutes long. I'll play the whole thing. This is this knock, the, us, knock us out. The Nerves hanging on the telephone. I'm in the phone with this one across the hall. about a song out of time i mean uh, you wouldn't write a song about hanging on the telephone in 2018 no no <laughs> well i mean you know, you know blondie just kind of sped that up and had debbie harry do some amazingly powerful vocals over the top that made a huge hit out of it <laughs> it's true they did <laughs> yeah to their credit you to know their credit Great song to cover, and I'm sure the boys got some money, you know, the nerves. I'm sure they did. I'm sure they did. So, um, so yeah, so that's that's one of those, you know, it's like Elvis Costello, Radio Radio, all these songs that that uh, are of their era but probably couldn't be written today because the kids would be like, what the hell are you talking about hanging on the telephone? Well, yeah, it was a big part of our upbringing, though, wasn't it? Yeah, I'll say. Like, like some of our friends would just, like, talk on the phone or, for hours. And they or, still do that. Like, or, people still talk on the phone for well, hours. Well, yeah, but I remember, you know, like, my sister... I hate talking on the phone. I really. remember my sister... I mean, we've got a show where we just talk. Um, it's the irony of it, huh? Um, well, Skype. I mean, like, That's you know, true. That's true. But my, my sister would be like, involved, get you know. off the phone. I'm waiting for a call. You know? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> This is even before call waiting. Yeah. Oh hell yeah. 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 It, it was call it, waiting was very unnerving when that came it, in because like somehow the call coming in was more important than the call that you were having. Of course, and and you know it was, I've actually lost friends over the years being put on hold. <laughs> like I thought I was having a good conversation, then I get put on hold, and I'm just like, what the hell? And then like 
literally you're looking at your watch and then you're just like, I guess they just don't want to talk to me. I guess the call they took is just more important. <laughs> so like literally when you're on call waiting, you, you, you are hanging on the telephone. You are, you absolutely are. And, and, and back then in, in 1976, when Jack Lee wrote that song, you would, you had to be standing by the telephone too, because it wasn't a, it wasn't a, a phone, a cordless phone. You had to be near the actual wall or whatever it was. The, the cord. Or, you know. Yeah, you couldn't get too far away. And I remember like being on the phone and reaching into the kitchen and like trying to get something from the refrigerator. And does the cord reach far enough? You know, ah. Well, Mike, you just put the phone down and go go get whatever you want out of the fridge. Uh, Come on, man. I guess, but you know, then yeah, your friend say, then your friend on, is I've like, get, I've got to get like another beer from the fridge. Just hang on. But then, but then your friend is like, oh well, you know, whatever they got to get from the be- fridge is more important than me. Yeah, the beer. <laughs> uh, so, all right, so the point. R- real quick, I'm gonna indulge me. I got another yeah. two minute long song. This is from the beat. If you play this song, you're out of songs. I know, I know, I know. I'm playing. <laughs> you know, it's, yeah, it's sorta, okay. That's all right. All right. This is this is the beat. This is from their first album. This I've is come po- all the way down here to Florida to do a podcast, and you could have done this by yourself. Well, you know what? You played three six-minute-long songs oh, one show, go. so I'm playing three two-minute-long right. songs as my intro. So deal okay, with it, man. Right. Deal well, with it, my it's man. It's all about getting even on three songs. <laughs> Paul. Uh, Paul Collins formed the it's beat. It's an East Coast thing now. It is. It is. It's payback, man. We're in the same time zone. Reve- First time we've ever been in the same time really? zone on the pod. Wow. Mm-hmm. Revenge. A dish better served cold. Here you go. <laughs> yeah. this, is, this is the beat. Rock and roll girl. This is this is another one. We'll talk about this one after. This is another one out of time a bit, but uh, fun it's the song. Beat. The similar personnel to the Nerves, right? Yeah. Well, it's it's Paul Collins who was one of the you know main guys in in the Nerves and songwriters. This is the his. drummer with the mis the misfortunate name. <laughs> sort of. Here you go. <laughs>
So that was 1979 right there, Bob. I it's think, about as straightforward as the cast, isn't well, it? Really? Well, it, it kind of is, and I think, you know what happened in that song? Guys obsessed with girls, rock and roll girls, and on the, and again, the telephone. Well, Frequently mentioning the telephone. And I think he invented, what, like Tinder or something? Because he says, I wish there was an easier way, AA, to meet the girls of today, <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, you know, he's talking about how he has to go to the local disco show and, you know, hang out, and he wants to meet a rock and roll girl, and how does he know which one's a rock and roll girl? Like, 1979, the dude invents Tinder right there. There you go. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I hope I hope he got royalties. Tinder, is that like some sort of modern dating service? I, th- I think. I don't know. You and I are yeah. both married. I've been married 10 years. You've been married close to that. So that's Even what I so, hear. I don't know if we really ever would have Tindered. No, probably not. But, uh, you know. But I know a lot of, like, you know, young couples today that, you know, met sure. in that way sure. via the internet. So. I, I think it's like a swipe right or swipe left. I don't know. One is one is good and one yeah, is bad. Yeah, I've seen my something um, like that. My my uh, my wife's sister play that game. <laughs> it's kind of a game. Anyway, most of them just like laugh at. Yeah, I mean, at least the, I've only been around women doing the Tinder thing, and they just kind of laugh at the profiles. <laughs> I think I think men probably don't do that kind of thing together it seems like the kind of thing yeah. that like i don't know you're who knows how who it works knows. but like yeah now i've never been around young dudes tindering so only <laughs> young women one or two really and i i met a really nice girl called rachel at a, at a wedding recently and she tindered for a day and a half and she just looked at all the profiles and said down to hell with it. It, it. I think if we were going to come up with a subtitle for today's show, it would be young dudes tindering. And we'll just, I would just rather be single. We'll, we'll I mean, come that. on. Yeah, but um, for sure. anyways, I'll segue to a band that's actually celebrating a 20th anniversary of sorts. Good Lord. Yeah. And I think it's the first time we ventured to Denver, Colorado, a great rock and roll city. Of course, the, Home of the somewhat famous Elephant Six Collective, mm-hmm. sure, which is band is some more than you know, I guess somewhat kind of, famous. They're, they're kind of pretty famous. Are they yeah. pretty famous? Yeah. I don't know. I can't judge fame these days. I can't like look at Spotify plays and record sales. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't. You know, who knows how it works? I mean, it's amazing how many times they go to play a song and like nobody ever listens to it, and then I play it on the show, and I don't know how many people fast forward through these shows, but. Anyways, this is a great band. This band, and one of the great, we're only nine hours in Des Moines. We're only nine hours from Denver. This band comes to town once or twice a year. They're good friends of ours because the the guitar player, John Hill, he was in uh, Apples and Stereo. Great band. Of course, yeah. Who Pavement played a lot of shows with, and um, always a fun, just a great bunch of people. And um, I'll have to play them on a show. I got to. I got to pick the right song, but in in the case of Dressy Bessie, see now my wife Wit, she and Tammy are good buddies, and they were they talk about ten times a year, and um, Tammy Elam, the singer, and she's I think they're playing in Austin in a few days. So this is a band that's been around since ninety eight ninety nine. I'm gonna play a song off their first record, which on a label called Kindercore from Athens, which is still going strong. They're actually on. They're actually, it's amazing that one of those, these bands that like kind of bounce around from label, they're on a, a pretty big label that I was unfamiliar with called 
Yep Rock, their most recent yeah. album, which is 2016, King Size. It's called Great Record All the Way Through. And all their records, like, they're such a good live band. And they don't, they actually aren't outside the vein of, of the power pop bands that you just played. It's like pretty straightforward. I don't know what the hell you call it, you know. Three-minute song form, right? Punky pop, You yeah, talk yeah. about it all the time, man. So I had the rare pleasure of, you know, saying, look, Tammy, like, a, you know, I really want to play a Dressy Bessie song on this podcast I do, and she was completely unfamiliar with the podcast. Of course. And um, and so, uh, so I said, what song should I play on the podcast? And she picked this one, which is great. You know, that's, that's the first time I think I've ever had that. Yeah. Advantage over you, like you weren't talking to Paul Collins, asking him to play what nerves, you know, what nerve song should that's I play, true. Paul? So you're right. T Tammy said, "Play a song that's off of our first album, Pink Hearts, Yellow Moons, and it's called Extraordinary." So that. Rock and roll. That's what yeah. If you want to see a really good rock and roll band, go see that band. Because Tammy, she's a tremendous performer, and John's a great guitar player. And they just and they've been they're a couple. They've been together for a long. Like, I don't even know how long. It's not fair to. It's just like what does it matter? I've been married for nine years, but like 
they make music together and they tour together. And if you go see them play, that you will see a very fun, lively rock set. Great band, Dressy Bessie. And I've had the pleasure to see them five times. I've DJed with them a couple of times. Just really fun people to be around. Well, thank you, because they're a band that I've been familiar with. I think I've got some compilations that they're on, you know, heard here and there, but never owned an album, never even really heard too much of their stuff. And I would I, start with I like their last that. album, the, the, their most recent record, because it's like as good as anything I've heard before. Actually, yeah. to be honest with you, <clears throat> I'd heard of them before too, but I was always kind of a little put off by the name because I thought it, you know, it's a, you know, they're named after a, a doll. Yeah. You know, it was a little. And I, I always it, thought it was kind of like kind of frivolous. It felt a little precious. It felt a little yeah, precious, a little precious. But... and I thought they were like one of these like precious bands, but like. I was amazed when I saw them live that they that they really they kick it. No, I like that. That would uh, I'm gonna I'm definitely gonna check them out. So thank you, thank you for turning me on to them. And, and then then like I actually like the name now, but like yeah. you know you know when you like right because so right. much of what we like people tell us about bands and the first you know if you've never heard of the band before like the first thing you think about is like. I don't like the name because that's the first thing you hear. <laughs> right. Well, and you know, I think some of it is it, it harkens In back. In fact, every band I'm I'm going to play on the show tonight, I don't really love the name. But then, like, I think about the bands that I was in, and like, I can see people reacting the same way. And like, I mean, how many bands really have really really great names? Yeah. Right. Well, and and I think there there comes a time when the name... the names the the Rock and roll should always transcend the name. In the case of Dressy Bessie, that's certainly the case. Well, but like, you almost forget the meaning of the name. Like, like I'll use Pavement as an example. When I mention Pavement, my association when I'm talking about the band, my association is much more about things that I think of. You know, Stephen, you, songs or whatever. I almost never think of actual pavement you know and, yeah but when you go back to like hearing that band name the first time you you thought like i guess incredibly neutral and yeah. it fit in with all the other lo-fi it, bands right it was just like an indie rock name it was like yeah whatever okay check the box that was that's a fine name you know it, it, it didn't it's just really... like okay yeah you know it, what i mean like it, there's bands at the time called like green magnet school and yeah right archers of loaf right and, it 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 wasn't a name that seemed Truman's like Water, you know. I mean, <laughs> right, like, right, I mean, there's like right. band names where you just like, where you just like, okay, whatever. Like, in fact, even to this day, like, I still confuse. I still can't get my head around it, even though I've never really heard a song by Modest Mouse. I still somehow confuse them with Built to Spill, just because I heard about those bands at the same time and I just heard their names. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and like Sebado, like a band like Sebado, like, and they're always coming out of the dinosaur, dinosaur junior accent. It's just so weird how it works, you well, know? Like, right, right. And, and there's so many band names that come at you, and like, I think after so, a time, so many it band names where you don't even want to hear the name because the name's so bad. Like, yeah. Well, you know, sometimes you actually say "amazing band, bad band name," and I can't say that about Tracy Bessie because the name to me, like at this point, is just like. You know, it's a great band, so, you know. Right. 
I, I hear you. I'm, I, it's funny that you mentioned that because I think that was sort of my, and you know what? And maybe it was because of the, the, the female name, but in my mind, I sort of remember them with a band. Do you remember a band called Suddenly Tammy? No, but no, I don't. No, <laughs> and yeah, that was like one even of even like we on a recent show. One you of played Court, Courtney Love. Well, right, yeah, exactly. And that's not everybody thinks okay, that's Courtney Love and Hole, but like, well, it's not really, you know. Did I play Courtney? I think I just threatened to play Courtney Love. I don't know if I played Courtney Love, but not Courtney Love, the singer of Hole. Right, 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 right. Lois Maffeo. A very yeah, yeah. No, you. I think you played Lois. Okay, and it, I. I can't remember. I've got so many in my in my queue. I can't remember if I I chose to or or if I. Well, sort out your queue. What's next in your queue? Uh, I think my, I've already killed this conversation. That's okay. Next in my queue, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to 2018. This is an album that just came out. Um, and uh, well, I like it when you go modern on this. I, I believe you know this woman. I know very little about her, so you're gonna have to. I tell don't. Me. I don't. I confuse. This is very funny that you should mention it. Okay. Because I confuse her with Caitlin Rose. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. I say, when you mentioned that you're going to play Caroline Rose, Caroline Rose. Caroline, Caroline Rose, Rose, yes. Yeah, yeah, see, like, Caitlin Rose is no. knows my wife, and I've met her a few times. And like, and you played her a, on the she's, pod. She's a really great country artist yeah. from Nashville, and, yeah. her, and she's great. Yeah. So, so, so we'll have to play her. We should actually go. You did play her. I think you played her early. If I remember correctly, Maybe I did. Yeah, she's great. So, yeah. like, I when you said that, I was just like, so I don't know Caroline Rose. Okay, well, fair enough. Yeah, so, so I, it turned me on. So, 2018. I know very little about Caroline Rose. Here's what I do know: she released a debut record about four years ago. That was pretty country. It's fairly twangy. Not all songs, but it's kind of rockabilly-ish. Is from it's, my brief reading about. Yeah, her. yeah. And she just put out a new record that sounds nothing like it. It's much more diverse and much more. There's not a there's not a bit of twang in it, and it's well. We'll um, just be the we'll be the judges on the pod. All right, all right. Um, here you go. This is this is kind of a heavy song. Um, Ooh, yeah, heavy. At, at least lyrically, not musically, but lyrically. Um, oh no. Okay. And uh, and you know, mood wise, uh, this one's called "To Die Today." by Caroline Rose from the album Loner, 2018.
that's caroline rose and well that's like i think that caroline rose might i think that she could probably first of all yeah as i said here in crystal beach florida she played that song right now at the rumba cafe in columbus ohio okay yeah i think she played at the same time that you played it on the podcast okay entirely possible so she's on tour now she's very busy she's on tour but I think that like she could, uh, she might be playing entirely solo. That would be kind of cool, um, because well, that, I mean that I think she could have done that whole album entirely solo. Well, I don't know. You're are you looking at the credits? I don't know if there's other musicians on it. No, I'm it's not. It's electronic looking, drums. Yeah, it's entirely. She obviously possible. can work her way around the. Sure. I don't know. If, have you listened to the whole record? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's is it all like keyboards and n- electronic drums? No. No, I mean it's it's pretty diverse, um, and that that's sort of a well, it's like, pretty damn cool. That was yeah, I I really like that song. It's got a really good mood to it. I mean, it's pretty heavy lyrically, but the irony of it is, you look at the album cover. The album cover looks like a joke. It's her in a red tracksuit, like Adidas tracksuit, with eighty cigarettes in her mouth. Yeah, 
Yeah, and and you think like I think oh. it's like it's like the thing is like you know the Adidas warm up jacket will never ever ever go out of style. No, but you, when you see something but like will that, never, that is one garment that will never go out of style. You're not expecting something that was cool when I was playing tennis when I was twelve <laughs> in nineteen seven when when you played the nerves. That's true. Like it was cool then. Yeah, and then it was cool all the way through. Like yeah. It's always the, cool. Like the coolest badass hip hop artist of all time. Right. Right. No matter who they be. Right. You throw on the Adidas warm. And there, I don't know one person that wouldn't feel cool in an Adidas warm up jacket. So Caroline's got a bright red one. That's right. Right. Yep. And she's like, is this some sort of rejection of like the anti smoking thing where she's got like. As many cigarettes as she can put in her mouth. I, I don't. I, I. I. really don't know. I don't know. But it's. Yeah. It, 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 you see that cover and you don't expect that kind of music. You expect like. Well, sure you do. You just expect like you know. I. I don't. I don't see that. Actually, I see like a. I see the. I. I, I see I more see ironic. The same picture. More ironic indie rock than something like. I mean, that's like, you know, similar to the. Circuit DU kind of stuff that is is a little more I don't know which I love avant garde yeah no I, I I do too I'm just saying it's it was unexpected what was inside because I was expecting a little bit more of a jokey record from the album cover that's all no I think it's very serious yeah yeah well, that song's about dying she's like basically dying I, I, drowning I, I yeah. think she's really cool and I listen to more of that yeah I really enjoyed that good yeah. And and so and you know I'm not going to give up you know I'm going to stick with my girl Caitlin Rose but maybe Caroline Rose and Caitlin Rose they should, should tour. Like, double bill it yeah hell yeah Good. there you go call her up they suggest it I mean if Churchill Downs is actually a cool company <laughs> they would actually have them playing like you know the right. Kentucky the Derby <laughs> Eve party the run yeah. of the run for the roses there you go yeah double rose double, bubble double rose you know I mean? yeah yeah an Oaks night yeah. yeah yeah smart put away the lilies the roses are on look at exactly you but we're not marketing for them and they would never hire us in a million years you know look at you because we would man. never kiss the ring no it's but, all right uh, it's all right um, well, you're going to play a band that I've been meaning to play for a while on the pod. Really? Yeah. It's a band that's I'd say, like, and we're, I briefly mentioned horse racing. Horse racing, I got a job with Echo Base in, like, I think about 2006. They sent me to Prairie Meadows in Iowa, where I still live. And, yeah. And and one thing about when you start writing charts for them, for Echo Base, that's America's horse racing database. They send you all around. So I went to Beulah Park and... With my wife, we're living in Grove City, Ohio. And she's like, kind of like, what am, what are we doing here? And I was like, well, at least there's a really great band here. Yeah. And and she's like, what's that? I said, there's a great band here called Times New Viking. Like, keep your eye on the entertainment newspaper. Maybe we'll go see them. And she was working at a horrible Mexican restaurant called Toledo's Mexican Kitchen. Maybe it's still open. In fact, the night that I promote proposed marriage to Wit. She came home, and I'd made her her favorite vegetable soup. And I'm not going to tell you all the details of the story, but <laughs> I remember answering the door, and I was like, "Hey, Whit, how are how are you?" And she said, "I smell like an enchilada, and the shame of it is, it's a really bad enchilada." <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And 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 like about five nights later, 
after bowling at Grove City Lanes, which is one of the best bowling alleys in America. Great. If somehow I bowled a 200 there one night in some sort of beer bucket stupor. <laughs> and uh, we, t- we went into town to Ohio State University, the Ohio State University, they always say. And we saw Times New Viking play in a university building there. And they were fantastic. And, and, and Pavement had the pleasure of playing with them a handful of times. Adam, their drummer, is a buddy of mine. Beth Murphy, I believe, lives in Memphis. I think she's a nurse. <laughs> and the last time I remember playing with them was in Atlanta in 2010. Great band. And, but they stopped. Like, they stopped pretty abruptly. Like, they, you know, they ended their career. Okay, so it was, like, all over and just, like, I guess they're just, like, sick of it. They were on Matador Records. It's, like, enough is enough. But this is off the last record they made called Dancer Equired. Not Dancer Required, but Dancer Equired. song called Ever Falling in Love. You can tell me what you think at times, Steve, I can after this song. They're they're a great band, great band. Just fun. they were like way noisier than that. Well, you know? right. 
and, generally that's one of their mellow that's when they were on merge and, and the thing with them and you can kind of get that sense from that song but even more so with a lot of their other songs everything they did was mastered too loud is that how it worked? Yeah, I don't know about mastering. Uh, well, like, let's just put it this way. <clears throat> I will... and I'm remiss. I'm remiss. I'm going to mention two people. Jared Phillips was the okay. guitar player and singer on that song. And I go back to the Dressy Bessie song because my man, one of my dear friends, Craig Gilbert, has held down the fort on drums for Dressy Bessie now for 13 years. So, and just shout outs to my friends. So, go ahead. Uh, no problem. So, when I say master too loud, I mean I, I, I mean it in the best possible way. They got these really, really catchy songs that are just swathed in really, really loud production and buried. The vocals are buried. I, I like to throw a bunch of songs, albums on my phone and listen to it on the way to work or on the way home, and I just throw it on shuffle. Bob, you there? Going yeah, there. You going yeah. inside? You're getting you charging you charging the phone I'm, so you don't. I'm walking into charge. Yeah. I'm walking into all charge. Right. Fair yeah. enough. Sorry um, about that. Well, that's all right. That's all right. So, uh, if a Times New Viking song comes on, you know, it, especially after like a quieter song, it's it like grabs you by the throat because it's so much louder than everything else on my phone that you notice it. Uh, Weird. Yeah. So like you had to turn on the levels on that? No, I didn't touch the levels. I I, I let it I let it be as it were. Uh so you know. Oh, you're a naturalist. You're <laughs> You're an engineering naturalist. <laughs> I just you know Since again I, we're because, rather controversially playing like songs that were unlicensed to play. That's okay. I, I just I just wanted people to experience it. Oh because, and another dear friend asked me about that tonight. Oh yeah. How do you, how do you guys get to play other people's songs? My friend Beth Harrison, who's a regular listener, she's great. There's she's um, great. You know, I th- I think there's like through ASCAP and BMI, whatever. If we ever get to the point where there's more than a couple hundred people listening each show, they're not coming to get us. So, anyways, right. back to your point. Well, so 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 yeah. So Times New Viking, great band. Enjoy all their records. I actually, it's funny, you mentioned them splitting up. I reached out, uh, I follow Beth Murphy on Twitter, she follows me. So I She's sent, cool. I sent her a message and just said, you know, like, this was actually two months ago. I sent her a message and said, hey, just curious, is Time's New Vikings still together? And she wrote, we have no new shows booked, and the last one was July 2016, but we're still a gang. So, there you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. That's a way to respond. Yeah. So... Never say I never. Keep that in mind when people ask me if pavement's still together. We're still a gang. Never say never. That's a tight little gang there. Yeah, yeah. Good, good band. Good band. Um, really nice people, and always fun to be around. And they rock. Like I could seeing them live. See now, seeing them live. Do you never saw them live? Never saw them live. I can only imagine. Oh, relentless. Yeah. And the when I saw them in two thousand seven or eight in Columbus when they were kind of new and it was their hometown gig and i think they'd been on tour and they're kind of at the peak of their powers and like the columbus scene was like fired up because the columbus scene's a great scene oh sure yeah a lot of really you know, good yeah a lot of good maybe games. we should even do a columbus show yeah you, you know for sure 
Absolutely. Ron House, obviously. Ron yeah. House. He's a he's a legend. Yeah. Gaunt when Gaunt Gaunt. Jerry Wick. Columbus. Oh yeah, you can just go yeah. on and on. Yeah. Columbus, great city, great yeah. food, great town, great rock. Right. Okay. For sure. All right. But they were like the new soldiers, like you know. Yeah, and so, you know, put out some Silt Breeze records, Matador, and Merge. I mean, talk about like indie rock cred. It doesn't get any, you know, more validated than those labels. So tough place to play too. Like you can't go in there and be terrible. No. It's a bad place to be terrible. Yeah. I'm sure. But it's like Boston. It's like the Boston of the Midwest. I guess I wouldn't know. I've fortunately never been in a band that had to go in there and be terrible. So, <laughs> well, Lord knows I have in <laughs> Cleveland and Columbus. It's a bad night. You're just like, oh man, that's a bad crowd to be bad for. They let you know. They let you know, Mikey. They I'm let sure. you know, my man. I'm yeah. sure. I'm sure. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm yeah. I'm going to take us to to the UK in 1980. Uh, and this is a band I, I'm pretty sure you're familiar with. Um, I guess you could call them experimental, avant-garde. I don't know. They they were way ahead of their time. I don't even know how to classify them, but uh, talk about one of the more influential post-punk, could call them that, I guess, bands <laughs> around. Post-punk. Um, the, Let's call them Power Pop, just for the There you go. This, this heat. This heat. We're not here to classify. We're the, not here to classify. That's, that's true. We're not here. Um, this heat, uh, you know. Let's I, declassify. I don't know what else to say about them. They released a bunch of really influential records. This is a song I'm going to play from an EP that came out in 1980. It, uh, it's the title track. It's called Health and Efficiency. Sit back on this one. This is one of those eight-minute-long songs that kind of grabs you by the throat and doesn't let go, and you... It, it rocks for all eight minutes, so enjoy it. Take us to Birmingham, Mike. All right, I will.
That's this heat, Bob. Dude, that, there is nothing post-punk about that. <laughs> well, you know, there... That's, first of all... There are things about them that remind me of Mission of Burma, I guess, which is the tape loops and... I guess, but, yeah, but, I mean, they... <clears throat> those guys were a completely never-can-be-matched, wildly, freakishly original... Absolutely. Three-piece band creating chaos yeah and rather like at times you can say like that was an eight minute piece because like you know like when you do a song like that it's not really a song like i don't know how they ever would have repeated that i don't know who knows i mean there's like i mean those guys are three in, multi-instrumentalists mm -hmm. there's tape loops involved mm -hmm. did you think that like um the overriding vocal in the song was something like my legs are cute i thought i think i was saying my legs are cute <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know you know I, uh, when i listen to a lot of the times there's it might no have been vocals. saying the angles are cute who knows it, the, that's scientist yeah. rock to me it's like it, it kind of is you know, the Minutemen, like that's like scientist rock <laughs> that's right these good, are like good reference young bro. people in camberwell yeah south london sorry yeah. to you, 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 Maybe you, it says the show is like so Alabama centric at this point that I was in Birmingham. <laughs> Birmingham, yeah. be it be it in England or uh, or, or America. That was like a Alabama. South London freak show. Yeah, yeah, in the best possible way. And um, you know, sadly, Gareth Williams is not with us anymore. But I think the other two guys are in a band called This Is Not This Heat, and they're still playing and still <laughs> well, touring. Why not? Why not? <laughs> yeah. They're playing and still touring. Just go up there and be legendary, guys. Yeah, do your thing. Rock on with your bad selves. Because yeah, uh, twist your knobs, make your noises. When be badass. In, I mean, you know that was I mean? that was 1980. That was 38 years ago. You know, nothing sounded like that in 1980 that I can think of. Well, can did. I mean, they get yes, they get like they put into like the um, kraut rock. They get they, thrown in with the kraut rock crowd and the prog. They, that's a better classification. Like, I, I guess, but that song, that song right there, is much heavier, much heavier. That hits, that packs a wall. Is is closer to punk than than any of the classic. Well, it's like kind of a, got like a bit of a cabaret Voltaire feel to it. Yeah, yeah. A band, another band we haven't played that's. I'm sure we will. It's very English. Very English. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. And I say that with complete respect. For know, sure. Obviously. For sure. But anyways, I'll take us to another weird spot. Another weird artist. So we get weird at the end of this show. But in a good way. I hope so. Yeah. There's a guy called Ben Chasney. I think he's from Northern California. Yeah. Amazingly prolific artist. Have you listened to this guy? Oh yeah, for sure. <clears throat> not you know, not everything because, as you say, he's incredibly prolific. Incre so yeah, it's hard, no, there's it's hard no to way keep to up. listen to everything yeah. unless you're just like a total fan. Like he would inspire like a deadhead type, you know, following kind of guy. Yeah. He's actually working with um, our man Richard Bishop from Sun City Girls. Mm, I could see that. That's that's a which good is great. What a great collaboration that for must sure. be. I can't wait to. And um, we should check that out for sure. <clears throat> There's a lot of things we need to check out, but um, <laughs> a lot of fodder for the potter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is a guy called uh, 
Ben Chasney. This is band Six Organs of, uh, of Admittance. This is from his 2002 record. And I think you'll really like this. If you, I don't know if you've heard this song if, before. I don't know if I know this one. So I'm, I'm Yeah, this is off, off of is my favorite album of his called Dark Noontide. It's called On Returning Home.
Six organs of, sub- of admittance. Good way to take us home tonight, Bob. I'm just trying to keep three songs about trippy, man. Yeah, you did. The, oh, well, you, oh. did, you did. You started off with this heat. Well, and that's this true. was actually unplanned. That's true. It was. Well, I had been wanting to play this heat, and so seeing that you were going to end with that song, I thought it would be a perfect time. So it was well done. It was well so, done. It was sort of played. But it's, it's a collaboration with Richard Bishop of Sun City Girls. It's called Rangda. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I've heard, I've heard one of their albums. It's cool. How is that? I got to hear it. It's good. It's good. Maybe I'll play it. You know, who Rangda is. No. That's is the it? Demon Queen of the Layax in Bali. <laughs> leave it to, according, leave it to those guys. To Balinese mythology. Leave it to those guys to come up with some terrifying sort of... to behold. The child-eating Rangda. Wow. Leads an army of evil witches against the leader of the forces of good, Barong. Wow. The battle between Barong and Rangda is featured in a Barong dance, which represents the eternal battle between good and evil. All right. I'll leave it at that. Yeah, I was going to say, you've you've given us... um, Leave it at that. Happy birthday, Teddy. Yeah, that's right. Happy birthday, Teddy. He's now five. Teddy's four. Five? Five. five? He's five. Yeah. Uh, Should have played the Teddy opening, but... I think Teddy, we'll play it on the next show down here in Crystal Beach because we're strong here in Crystal Beach. Okay, good. We'll do another one. Yeah, Tampa Bay Derby episode. That's right. It's Uh, a nice card. Yeah, I haven't looked, but... uh, Well, I don't think it's been made yet, but the stakes are good. All right. I'll be leading one over. I'll be leading one over on Tampa Bay Derby Day. Fantastic. You'll have to tell... Of course, I'll tell you about... Yeah, you'll tell us all a, about it. A rather dangerous horse, I understand. One of those Uh-oh. dangerous colts. Uh oh. Like don't, Rangda. Like Tabasco but, Cat. Don't don't uh we, well, we don't want Tabasco Cat. He's yeah. a killer. He was That's a killer. Right. He was. Nothing like that, Bob. Be 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 safe, man. You ever been you ever been to a shed, bro, where they put cones in front of horses? Uh no. Never been you've never been in yeah. a shed row at a racetrack I, where they've got cones in front of the horse. I've Not to, for security, but because the the horse is very dangerous. Yeah, I've been to shed rows, but never never seen cones. Never seen the cones. Never seen. Oh the cones. man, when you see the cones, man, you stay see the cones. That thing will dive at you. Oof. Yeah, like I, Rangda. Yeah, they'll get a piece of you. <laughs> I'll tell you a good story about a racehorse when we're off there. All right. But anyways, good to hear you. All good right. to be in Crystal Beach. Thank be you, here man. All week. Thanks everyone for Florida. listening. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for. Thanks everyone for listening. My God, how loyal are the hundred? But <laughs> <laughs> love you, mate. Few. Yes. You Thanks. All right. All right.